0: The Say Something podcast is brought to you by blackblueprints.com. That's blackblueprints with a Z.com. I am Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. We're bringing you the newest episode of the Say Something podcast. Say something, say something, say something. As always, when we get together, talk about what's going on in the life out here in the traffic, out here in these streets,
1: and these cool, cool, cool streets.
0: Always frosty, man, (laughs) goodness gracious, snowflakes everywhere, brother, snowflakes everywhere. Always episode one Oh three.
1: Booyah. One Oh three. You know me. One Oh three point
0: five. Right. There you go. So one oh three coming at you always like to highlight an episode with an individual out here doing it for the culture, doing it historically, uh, making big moves, uh, major impact, Someone either their past or or contemporaries who are uh who, who are news and noteworthy, either do not get enough shine or do not get um those always don't get their just due. Sometimes they misunderstood, sometimes they're just overlooked, sometimes we just give them a head nod. <laughs> yes. Man, so, a lot of head
1: nods.
0: Yeah. This episode, very interesting individual, still with us, contemporary. And <laughs> If there was an individual who's had a roller coaster, uh, you got a
1: you got a big grin on your face, meant, about this Because kind of I had
0: to think about this one. Because I was on the fence about acknowledging for some things, but then there's others where it it has to be noted. So, this individual roller coaster ride from from when the world was introduced, and so done great things that, that the community and people were behind like rallying, like, yes, this is, this, this is what we rocking with. And then stuff happens where we're like, where'd you come? Who sent you? Like, like who your mama? Like, where, 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 where you do that at? Uh, and in a 17 year time period. So long to some short to others, depending upon how old you are, 17 years, it can really fly by. A lot of things have been done professionally. And for the culture that have to be acknowledged, and then there's been some off code behavior that's been done to the culture, which also has to be acknowledged. Yes, sir. But something that has happened recently, and in 2021, we're only three three months in, already some monumental things. So in 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 music and in business and across the board, this individual has been. Seem as erratic to some, has been an, an revolutionary to others. Has seemed inspiring to some. Has oh, I know. I, I, I already know. I already know who you're talking about. In in music, is released nine studio albums, two uh-huh. live albums, three compilations, and a video album. As in said, the 17 year time period, over 140 million albums sold. In real estate, over 20 million dollars worth of real estate. Uh, over four million in car collection, over three hundred thousand in livestock and per- purchase of animals and for farming and stuff that a lot of people don't even know about. In their time period, they've released monumental music that 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 have been the voice and the soundtrack of a revolution. To some then has gone on tirades of immature, erotic behavior that really just think you need to go sit down somewhere. But in twenty twenty one, he tied Sean Carter for the most Grammy nom for the gross gr- Grammy awards in the hip hop category for 22, 22 hip hop Grammy awards and became the richest African American male in the history of the United States.
1: So they say, I don't know if that's well,
0: it's the Bloomberg report, which is pretty substantial. So, uh, the deal, which, which surpassed Robert Smith and Michael Jordan and a bunch of others. So, um, yeah, if it was the shade room, I'd be like, no, but but the Bloomberg report has, has it documented. It's a, the deal for what it's worth um, at, at over six billion dollars for what the deal was through through his particular line. And and he's, he's an interesting one And in how, how history will remember him will be will be interesting in itself. we 25 years from now, how we look back at him in his totality for what he does from this point on will will be uh, interesting. But for the mark that he's made as of right now, you'd have to say that 2021 is definitely the year of Kanye. So, uh shout out one time to one Mr. <coughs> Kanye West. I I I I just can't.
1: <laughs> I, I I I knew you were going why, why why him in so, uh, highlight because in the spotlight the moment of, you know, Morse. So,
0: so when you look at it uh, in totality, so when you look at, because as much as he's the the, uh, the 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 running for president and the well, I thought slavery was a choice type type comments. Yeah, you then have to you still have to acknowledge the college dropout years, the the graduate years. George Bush don't care about black people. You still have to put those into the same pot. And so and then to say for years, he would go on rants of saying, I'm Walt Disney. I'm Steve Jobs. I, I'm I'm the, like, I'm who's going to be the Medici family to support me so I can do all this greatness. I'm you know, I'm amazing. I'm wonderful. I'm all this. And people just like you're egotistical, you're narcissistic. Well, a lot of what he's talking about is been coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. So then you have to say, OK, maybe the approach is bad. Mm -hmm. And maybe it doesn't all line up while he's mid-process. But you have to acknowledge that all the craziness he talked, the albums he dropped that nobody cared about, and the subject matter that people thought was stupid, he is tied for first for the most awards that go to his genre. To say all the things that he wanted to develop and just, I just need somebody to believe in me, to back me, so I can do the creative things that I know are within me. He got some financial backing and then becomes a multi-multi-billionaire. So even though the process may be cloudy and it may not all make sense in the mixture, you have to acknowledge that there is something there that is more than just the mistakes and misspoke. I
1: mean, he's, I mean, he's definitely a businessman in in all facets of the word. I just think that um, anyone given a platform that has some talent, I think, can if, if, We put that much emphasis because remember when Kanye first came out, he was a bright light to a lot of shit that folks weren't really relating to. Yeah. So the machine supported that. And a lot of other people want to believe that he's a part of the Illuminati, but that's another conversation for tomorrow. Right. (laughs) Okay. You signed with, uh, with Jay. And that's kind of how it changed your life. And your mom was a sacrificial lamb because of that, but we're not going to go there. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Shrewd business moves really took advantage of his opportunities in the spotlight and definitely created a genre of other artists. You hear Drake talking about one of his inspirations is Kanye West. And if yeah. you know about Drake, you see how powerful and how talented he was. I mean, he was definitely one of those artists that took LL Cool J style of being transparent and vulnerable when you talk about lo cool j folks don't give a lot of credit lo cool j was like the first original rapper that showed like an emotional side as well as being hard yeah, don't Talking about, I need love. The
0: people don't acknowledge yeah. yeah they
1: don't they don't acknowledge at all they don't acknowledge half the stuff that's happened before like big daddy came rocket whatever we ain't gonna talk about that we'll talk about it in another episode but here is kanye flipping it not really being um in the way of dedicating certain songs for girls, but being transparent and vulnerable, but not having a bravado, because LL Cool J still had a bravado of, yeah. he's the ladies' man. Well, Kanye West like LLB, was like, LLB, ladies love. yeah, 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 ladies love LL, LL Cool J. Um, <laughs> what, what is it, Tartos, John, J- Ladies James love and, Cool
0: James. Yeah, Cool James, yeah. Now,
1: here you have Kanye lays it out, struck gold with talking about spirituality struck gold talking about vulnerability struck gold about talking about being a misfit and not fitting in and not being able to like cross into what was at that particular time heavy street music and um the hip-hop culture and really not only became mainstream became a global icon for the for the uh face of hip-hop yeah what has created that for his endeavors of fashion he took it to the next level has become an erratic soul a folk um that irritates a folk that um at times yes there is genius in his thought process how genius it was for him to say uh bush doesn't like black people because I, I think people are in the theory that george bush jr was one of the best presidents he wasn't um during the katrina uh you know what's it called? Uh, The Hurricanes. Hurricane Katrina. But it was like that, that, the what is it, telethon kind of situation they had. Kanye to me still has senses of brilliance, but then I think that he puts too much of personal issues that he has with other people on a front line. As much as I don't like it, I hear it, I feel it, there's probably truth in it, but I don't think that you handle your business that way Yeah, because you should be able to have those personal experiences with those people in private. And then, certain personal thoughts i don't ever really think that you always have to say them knowing damn well a lot of that shock value a lot of that's uh you know to get the headlines to that particular time because it was one case in point that folks were like kanye west for president 2020 2021 2024 whatever shirts were really being made and it was serious now that he lined himself with trump folks are looking at that like ah never even though he's still created a birthday party, literally a birthday party, and tried and attempted for me to divide the votes to the inevitable Biden getting in, I think that Kanye West has become a lot more of a selfish individual, still creative as hell, but still more selfish in his own individual um, ideologies. And everything seems to be for fame, him picking up uh, this religious component, I don't believe that. shit I just saw that as another way out to subside the things that was basically ruining his career. I love his Yeezys, I'll support that.
0: <laughs> I'll buy those, I love that fashion, but everything else outside of it, eh, trash. Cool. I look at it because, and, and I remember having this conversation with somebody years ago when you start talking about really, really creative people and then you look at their lives. So, if you look at like a Michael Jackson, if you look at a prince. If you look at, if you go back to artists like Van Gogh and, and and Picasso and all, I think in order to create something so far out of the box, you can't live in it. So there's going to be a lot of erratic stuff that you do. That's because as genius mind as Prince was, his like there's a whole lot of stories about this. This man was all over the place.
1: You know what I mean? But he didn't make those comments and statements in a way that Kanye did. Like <laughs> yeah. stopping a concert. Having his outing of uh, DJ, his let's, his um his his friend his his protege Drake and his best friend his big brother Jay and his wife and just
0: kind of doing okay. that he didn't do eh. the same but but let us make sure we make an accurate history.
1: No, he I had know. his
0: moments. He had his when moments he, when he took the stage with James Brown and Michael Jackson. Okay. If you're familiar with this story, because you find it on the video of it is probably still floating around on YouTube. James Brown was on stage and in the audience was Michael Jackson and Prince. This is when Prince had an issue with Michael. So Michael Jackson comes up on stage with James Brown and they call Prince up. Prince was all in his feelings about this, about being up there, sharing with James Brown and with, with, with Michael. So Prince gets his attitude and starts strolling up there, trying to be all aloof and cause a scene. He goes to grab this lamppost that was like a stage prop pulls the, the lamppost, it falls off. He falls into the crowd and and, and almost hurts himself with a bunch of people because he was on some BS because he was in his feelings about stuff. There's there's moments where he, were if you go back to, Prince has got stories where uh, how he used to do Morris Day in a time and throw eggs at him while they were on stage performing. Like there's, I mean, did he do the same as taking a Twitter like Kanye? No, but there's, but I think that there's a consistency and these erratic, immature, irrational behavior and people who really create outside of the norm. That's more my thoughts. But, but I also think there's narcissism as well that comes with that. I think. That I, I think. And I include that in all these guys as well. Well, you, know, some you people could not tell Prince a, nothing. Probably think some people think I'm a narcissist. But hey, he said, you, know. you couldn't tell Prince nothing. You couldn't tell him nothing.
1: Yeah, Everybody, don't, them, knew. don't take them pills.
0: Everybody <laughs> knew you couldn't tell Prince nothing. He wasn't but five feet tall, but he walked like a giant. You couldn't yeah, tell them. It was it the, was the story where him when when Prince comes down the hallway, don't make, you're not allowed to make eye contact. Wow, That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean, I get the Kanye stuff because, especially in regards to race and culture, but he ain't alone when it. Comes yeah, but to I, 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 like, again, I, for me, he I'm just I'm, this, he's just of the social media era. Yeah, well, I, I don't, these stories have come out. Yeah, the, the stories have come out about Michael Jordan and all these people. 90, it would be a different Tiger but, Woods.
1: Tiger Woods took the brunt of it in the moment of it's coming to this, like exposure idols for who they really are. Yeah. I get it. My thing is, I'm not into idol worship. I accept those people for their art and what they bring. I think subject matter. A lot of what Kanye has said has been things that other people have said, and he's probably regurgitated it. You, it's great to have your mind, awesome the flow, but you're still putting out. Um, a a package and presenting things that we didn't need i'm not going to stand behind a white dude who though trump is not the reason for racism he ain't standing up against the racism and yeah Yeah. he messes with negroes but he messes with a certain kind of negro and with a majority of your people are looking for ways to transfer or navigate through this process because we don't necessarily know how to transfer through the process, especially when we're dealing with a thing like Trump, you standing by it. It just really makes me think like, huh? And you making blanket statements about racism and things of that nature. All these conversations don't need to be led right in front of our guests, so to speak, if you are not creating certain things. And I'm not saying that he hasn't, because I heard a lot of the great things about he's a very compassionate individual. But for all of these um, Hollywood activists, for all these individuals that do all these great things and they talk about what we need to be doing as a people, I don't see that kind of investment in these communities that really need it and deserve it across the board. Yep, do something in your own city, but every city that you've traveled and every city that looks just like your city of Chicago, we need some love. We need some hope. We need some advancement. Not saying that these folks, that's... uh, necessarily not what they have to do right yeah. um but it would be helpful <laughs> for me to take some of these guys and gals more seriously if they stepped and stood in the moments that they could because without us there would really be no Kanye West let's be very yeah, clear
0: which is which is why I marked this point because and why I stress the 17 year so the, the, the totality of his career to this point most of the stuff that he's been ranting and arguing about has now happened so for himself personally. So now you got the funding, the resources, the the opportunity. Is this going to be more? Uh, I would I would look at this as a snapshot of saying: Does this now turn into the the college dropout Kanye can now do all the stuff he wanted to do because he had to go through a certain machine to get what he needed, or does this transfer into another version? Like because you, proper, you got an arrogant important. version. Like I mean, what what I did? You're gonna see what you're gonna see. Well, but I'm saying, so if you take somebody who doesn't have anything and then you're seeing what they're on. They say the best way to gauge a woman when the woman you get is when you have nothing and then you can gauge a man when he has everything. uh, Is that you're struggling, you're coming up, you're trying to make stuff happen. Okay, now you've crossed the finish line for your original set of goals. So then what does this turn into? What does this become like? And so for, for some people, you'll see. A complete shift. You're buying llamas, and you're building, you know, amusement parks in your backyard. Uh, for some people, you become uh, uh, an activist, and, and you and you uh, uh, a philanthropist, and your money is going to different schools and to to education, whatever. Other people, you buy an island, and nobody ever hears from you again. Well, like I'll, I'll pick that he'll buy an island. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> you so know, it will mean? be interesting to see what what this becomes. But like I said, in any event, 25 years from now. Kanye will be you. You will he, will he will see stamped in history. I don't care. I don't care about the. I don't. I don't care about the black billion. I don't. I don't give two
1: shits about it. To be honest,
0: I, I it just it's, it's. I don't
1: news and noteworthy for the. Nah, I just I think that the reality of our billionaires. And we've had many, and even the millionaires at the time not were too
0: many.
1: Uh, well, I say we've had There's many in a a sense. Black, black, uh, black Well, in a sense, we've had a lot many Negro to have money. All yeah, right? we have millionaires, um, and so millionaires um okay billionaires but at one particular time a millionaire was be- was just as good you know billionaires was a different level now a, a, a billionaire is going to be where most people probably gravitate to because the money is different and how you can get money is a lot um not it's not as complex as it used to be because there wasn't yeah, as it, many it, streams it's still hard to get there well it's not as many there's exactly. different streams with yeah. kanye west and individuals that come out they don't have to rely on machines as much as they can rely on themselves like okay. title. Let's think about what Jay-Z did. He created his own um music streaming network and then he hit before those options and opportunities weren't there, right? Yeah. If there was a streaming company, it would be a streaming company coming from like a a record company. Our artists artist wouldn't think that level. I'm saying the ideas and the attitudes of artists are different. Where more artists now are understanding the mistakes of their previous predecessors of keeping their publishing and things of that nature. The artists Is become more valuable in branding, a lot more branding. Where you, if you really think about it, an NBA player who starts with his rookie contract and he's a phenomenal player, he could be a a a LeBron James. You now have a a blueprint on how to invest, how to be able to create uh different streams of revenue outside of just a shoe deal. Where before it was just shoe deals. Negro figure out the rest of the life. There's
0: there's more money that's going around. Yeah, there's more money. around. but I I just I, I, I just. I, I myself,
1: if it ain't being put back in a way that it creates a lucrative amount of change in our communities in the way we need it, I don't give two dams about hearing about these niggles well, billionaire billionaire for what? Like, what are we celebrating that shit for? Well, that's you no know one right, acknowledging it today. Uh, I I know, but here's we'll one th-
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road.
1: Here's one thing I'm gonna say, my brother. Do you know that the United uh, the United Negro College Fund? Do you know that in seventy-seven years of its history, they've never had a black chair? They never had like there was. There's never been a black
0: man or black woman in leadership. Well, it's it's a a white founded institution, but it's the United Negro uh, Fund. See what I'm saying? All the 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 was it? Yeah. uh, uh, all the NAACP, yeah, all, all this. But, all... but again, but even
1: NAACP said we, we're at least got to have a black president. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm but saying, what I'm saying mean, is it doesn't really matter. But, you know, we'll talk about that in, in some other time. Yeah, but these- I'm just saying to me, these things that we don't control that present supposedly us, and then you come to find out, and in the report they're trying to celebrate it like, oh wow, because I think there's like a celebration of
0: us being the first like yeah, the first 77 years and it's the first it's year. like
1: yeah that shit to me is corny because how the hell did we even not know that in the first place right it was like when you found out like wait a minute BET is not black owned anymore <laughs> you, you just assume that it's still black owned my thing is that we have so many issues within our own community of uh, talking about representation we're talking about controlling we're talking about narrative that to me I don't want to keep hearing about what somebody did. Like we've heard Jay-Z sold some uh, um, liquor. Jay-Z sold some streaming. He got flipped. And I love his business acumen. So awesome. Um, Swiss Beats and your boy, uh, timberland they flip versus. Everybody flipping money and, and, and selling their brands to these other companies. And yes, they're getting a stake of it. Some of it's, some of them are getting these kind of deals where they're still 15% ownership and all this other kickback. Yeah. And some people have definitely got paid for that. Awesome. But the reality is we still got all these other issues that still have not been addressed in our own communities. So a bunch of Negroes getting rich. Okay, that's inspiring. But how is that helping
0: the collective? That's my thing. The fact of you getting rich, no. What you do afterwards i think is is what you'll start to see uh like to me i look at you know michael jordan being the first black owner of a professional team in the nba as is noteworthy is the team garbage it's trash has he done anything with the money pertains to the community no has he been a voice for people no but the fact that he he was able to do it is something that's noteworthy so i i look at the difference of acknowledging something is is saying okay because there are people who celebrated Jackie Robinson coming into major League Baseball. Was Jackie Robinson the best black baseball player of his era no if you look at him statistically, is he one of the greatest baseball players of all time no you know was it but what did that create What did that open doors to what opportunities came after that you know and so you don't get Hank Aaron without Jackie Robinson mm. so I, we're going to acknowledge what Jackie Robinson did. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's not always just with me, a specific celebration of it. But these things that happen in history and in time and space and culture, an acknowledgement of footnote of of what happened and when this happened.
1: Okay. well, I'm acknowledge that Barry Axios is one of the last real niggles left. (laughs) And Jermaine (laughs) Morris is one of the last niggles left. Let's (laughs) let's acknowledge that. (laughs) Let's, let's let's talk about it. Fuck Kanye West and his billion dollars. <laughs> I ain't got a billion dollars. How about that? Let's listen to yeah. I'm mad. Yeah. How about that? I didn't yeah. get the opportunity to make a billion. It's not because I. It's not because I'm not talented. It's just I didn't get the opportunities. How about right, that? With, 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 I love his Yeezys. I'll fuck with his <laughs> I will support that. There's I went. A lot going I went, on out I here. Went, in the yeah, I went from. I went from the stages of trying to do the boycott. I don't like this guy for that. I said, you know what, dude. Just not gonna like certain people, but if I like this, it ain't got nothing. Yeah, you you're paying them to get rich, man. I'm paying white supremacy still. Every time I pay a tax,
0: every white supremacy pay rent. is still in power. <laughs> right? Every time you that sales tax, every time it hits you, you're you're I mean, every time you, know you go already? to the store and get a Snickers, that tax that hits you is going yeah. to pay somebody who does not like you for being black. So I so I don't want to even hear
1: about. I mean, don't tell me We need to boycott Gucci Okay T.I. get it But but niggas are still at Gucci And you're still at Gucci You know so I don't want to hear like I'm, I'm over that whole If I'm going to boycott certain shit um, Or leave certain shit alone um, I'm going to do that You feel yeah. what I'm talking about It's going to be what it is I'm going to try to avoid Trump Towers But if Trump Towers is the only damn fucking hotel That's available yeah, I'd rather do Trump Towers than Motel
0: 6 i mean it's 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 what it is because we've already shown that we're not segueing into building so if if it's just going to be don't go there for what i mean like the reality of it is is that okay you're not going to go to gucci uh is is there a comparable design you know a designer that you want to go to that's okay with you are you building one that that can compete that you want to stay at you know, just sitting there telling folks not to go here. Don't do that. Don't be a part of this. Don't be don't like
1: no alternatives.
0: Yeah. Reality, if that's the case, if you're like, well, I don't like the system, I don't like this. And, and these people are racist and these people have different views. OK, so you should be quitting your job today. Right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm sure the parent company that owns the corporation that you work for, if you listen to him or her in private conversations, they didn't some disparaging stuff about you. like if the the parent company that owns the company that you work for i'm sure when they start having some conversations about black people mexicans asians whatever they've probably said some disparaging things about so you should go in there and quit your job you know the company that built your house you gonna live in the house built by a racist i'm sure somebody on the job if it wasn't the contractor it was the electrician the plumber somebody didn't didn't plan on building a house for black people somebody so you're gonna move out your house you you're you gonna sell your car? Oh, oh I'm sorry, you're gonna sell your car to get a briefcase of money that looks like slave trader uh baseball cards that we call dollar bills.
1: Because the Cause negro you... is not saving you because I'm the saying, negro so... no no I'm just saying because the negro who just just like I said, I have big ups to all the negroes that created, and I love the creators. I even think Joe Buttons got a deal. Awesome. Great, all these great, 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 great acumen and great appreciation, recognizing his worth. All right, brother. I Listen, and that was definitely, I love this hustle, love this move. He saw something and he understood his value. I get it. But don't want the Negro to sell me the campaign of independence and um, this whole separation from white supremacy or the whole separation from capitalism yeah. when all of these deals mostly of them have been dealt with like what Jay-Z sold title to the dude at Twitter. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The dude from Twitter, the owner, he seems to be progressive. He's a white guy, but he's still a white guy. It wasn't like Jay-Z sold Twitter to another Negro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. and it wasn't like, Jay Z sold some liquor. Oh, yeah, liquor's been helping the black community for <laughs> for for a whole a whole bunch of uh, uh, periods of time. You know that liquor is a part of our self destruction. As you yeah. see, a lot of other folks are you investing in liquors. Oh, okay, pops, I, I can't knock a person from doing that, but you know what, uh, liquor. These are the issues that we have. It's, but it's still liquor. moving a whole bunch of cases of ciroc every year. Yeah, you know. It, so I think that for me, kudos to everybody because we need to be creating that investment. We need to be curating that legacy. We need to be curating wealth. So all of those economic um, things to empower us, to inspire us is awesome. But we have to, because we know our people. And I think that devaluing our people that we utilize to say, hey, when it's time to be black, we need y'all to support. But hey, I'm not black when I go sell my company, right? It's just like I sell it to whoever's the highest bidder. Yeah. to me speaks volumes to how they attract us to believing that we're all in this together. But in reality, it's about profit over people. And however they can flip, they profit is how they're going to flip, they profit. Some people, if it, if it was, I guarantee you, some black people that are culturally relevant behind closed doors still deal business with Donald Trump. And we've oh, seen that with Little Wayne. And, and really, no one made no shame about it. Because guess what? Little Wayne got something. All Little Wayne had to do was say, just tell my people to go vote for you? Yeah, if you don't mind doing that. And I'll make sure that you get a get free out of uh, jail pass. Yeah, yeah, no jail free.
0: In reality is, there are a lot of Black Republicans. Like, there's there's people who- it Because wasn't they and, have money. Well, I'm saying there, there's- well, Yes and no, because you could, there you can be I, I get the rich ones, the rappers, whatever. But I'm saying but just average, just just average American black black conservatives who if you look at their views, who they're maybe they're business owners. Maybe they're like, you know, I don't I don't want my my, my taxes going for this and I don't support yeah. these these different programs. So that and it's not even a racial based thing. They're like for my day to day life, for me to maintain my family. And so we can put my kids in college and I can, you know, keep my wife in this situation. Uh, these policies are best in alignment with me. I've always said all the time that, that black people are more in alignment with Republican views than democratic views. Facts. The, the, the Christian base, the, the, the less government in your, in your household and in, in, in your pocketbooks, like all oh, that's Republican. That's black folks. That's definitely selling black folks. So I don't think yeah. you necessarily have to have money to be a Republican, but they're more aligned. But... Yeah. I mean and and so th- this idea of I mean cuz when you look at black ownership, I mean there's Byron Allen, there's Sean it's Combs, few. it's few. Uh Oprah sold her network. So uh They all wait for so it. they all don't
1: have a network. Listen, like they all create he he will soon. Yeah. They all create and then they sell. Yeah. That's what yeah. they
0: do. You it get its I, value,
1: can, you cash they, out and like you That's, that's what you do in business. So I can't be mad at that because that's business 101, right? Like if we had, say, something popping, which eventually we will, motherfucker, who got the check? I get it as long as it could be a situation that we control or, you know, take, say
0: something, we could go do another fucking podcast. Well, you look at like, like Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience, his podcast, actor, comedian. He's been doing podcasts now for 15 years or so. He, yeah, he got into like, a he was, conversation.
1: He, he was a podcaster before podcasting became a thing.
0: Yeah, he, when he got into it, if you if you look at the progression uh, of of it, it's definitely definitely evolved. But he was just doing conversation. They were horrible in the beginning, but he just stuck with it. No, yeah. and so he had. I think he's somewhere like fifteen hundred episodes or something like that. Something crazy. He's got in the can, and it grew to the point that the Spotify deal he did, with worth like I think in its totality like three four hundred million, and it's a leasing agreement. So he didn't even sell his episodes. He just leased them to Spotify for the duration of the contract. They got like he used to be able to put all the stuff on YouTube or wherever he wanted. They got now more exclusive ways that they release his stuff, but he just leased it. When the contract is up, he's got back full control over over his content again. Mm. But he made, you know, (laughs) three three hundred fifty million dollar deal for doing a podcast. You know, uh, there's money to be made. But the difference is he didn't sell his stuff. And I think for a lot of us, in order to, to, to get a fraction of that money, we'd sell the rights away. We'd sell, you know, the name likeness. There are so many entertainers that, that folks know and love that can't even use their legal name because they sold. They sold to it. Yeah. They, they, they sold their name and their likeness and can't even operate under their own under their own name. They, and
1: they can't can benefit. But I think that speaks to the volume of what we talked about before. Most niggles would sell everything they have business and stuff like that for less than 25,000,
0: you know, yeah. dollars. Yeah. $25,000 cash, you can pretty yeah. much get somebody's first born. For sure. And so with all the stuff that goes on, the the narratives that are that are said about us cuz we don't get cuz we don't own the outlets. So when other people decide that they want to push an agenda, we, you know, Byron Allen, he bought the Weather Channel. That's not really the outlet where you're getting all your information. They <laughs> got Revolt and that the Breakfast Club is under that umbrella for a lot of stuff. So you know, that's a place where you can and get... That's,
1: and, and Breakfast Club has become our political news. That's it really the, is. It really
0: is. is. Um, actually
1: should, so, should show you the thought process where we're at. The, the hey, Breakfast Club and the guys. The
0: new Brian Gumble, oh, And man. and so yeah. when we have these outlets that decide that they want to start an agenda or push a narrative, we don't really are not in a place to combat it. And so right now there's a major narrative that uh, started with us, yep. then had nothing to do with us. And then is slowly working its way back to being about us. So, uh, uh, because of the, the former administration and in, in the coronavirus, which he was labeling the "kung flu," China, say, what's that? Yeah. China, China, <laughs> saying that the, that that COVID nineteen was 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 uh, from from China and it was the kung flu and it was a Chinese flu and and all this stuff. The sentiments towards Asians was very similar to the sentiment towards Muslims after 9-11. People like to forget that there was a, a huge anti-Muslim movement following 9-11 to where people couldn't even distinguish what part of the planet these people were from. But everybody, if you were Indian, if you were Arab, if you if you looked like you could have been from, you know, in any of these regions, there was a tax and all kind of stuff on, on, on Muslims and even some Muslims American, like just people who were born and raised here. But because they had they, quote unquote, fit the description, uh, there, were, there was a Well, after this last administration addressing the coronavirus, there's been a a surgence of uh, attacks on Asians and Asian-Americans. And so there was a narrative that was being pushed that the face of hate crimes against Asians in America were black males. Every time they showed video or footage, it would show some teenage black males knocking down some older Asian woman or some some young black males uh, fighting some, you know, uh, Asian store owner that there was it was slowly starting to build this 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 thing that 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 the threat to 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 asian peace was going to be that had to go through you know black males were the problem yep and it was always like that was the thing but so as the numbers start to increase the video that kept getting shown was that black males are the problem. doesn't mean that black males were the perpetrators in all these cases it just means that Oh, uh, there's ten attacks. Let me show you one video of a black male attacking an Asian, and then the assumption means that all ten attacks were probably done by black males. And so, as this narrative is getting created, then we have this this issue that happens down towards Atlanta, where in this country, the face of domestic terrorism is not the black male. Mm. It's not the, the it's not the Latino male coming up from from south of the border. It's not the Asian male who, who's either first generation or second generation here. It's not The Arab or it's not the Muslim, the face of domestic terror in the United States of America is the white Christian male. Mm. That that is the face of domestic Mm. terrorism and white (laughs) terrorism You say what it is. Yes. Domestic white terrorists is is the face of the white Caucasian, the Caucasian Christian male is is the face. And as they tried to make the face of hate crimes against Asians, the black male, then there's the shooting that happens down out, out just out in the Atlanta area. Where uh, Robert Long walks into uh, massage parlors, a couple of them, and, and ultimately ends up killing eight. I think believe eight people died. And the reason why he said six, it is because six, he was six, a six, uh, six, six Asian addict.
1: women. Yeah, six Asian women, six Asian women,
0: six eight. But I think two other maybe. Two no, but I'm died. saying the
1: six Asian women died, and there was two two others.
0: Yeah, yeah, eight total. H-O. And then um he was a sex addict and he went to these massage parlors because they were a temptation that he wanted to eliminate because massage parlors are synonymous with the uh with the happy hands, yes, with the happy so endings. They so they say I don't know nothing about that, but yeah. so they say, Yeah, so uh so he goes in there and, and he does it, and then it re-brings back the face of terrorism in this country mm-hmm. and then So now, let's put the face where it's supposed to be. The, the the domestic terrorist in America is the white Christian male. Somehow, the narrative then shifts to, what are Black people's stance on supporting or I mean, protecting Asians? Like, okay, there's hate crimes against Asians in America. The uh-huh. perpetrator is the white Christian male. But somehow it's where are black people in support of asians in this country well evidently
1: <laughs> not too not 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 too clear <laughs> and like, it's a lot there's a lot going on but let's let's let's, let's go let's go back to what narratives let's go back to that yeah. let's push that back i am a speaker of truth i'm a speaker of humanity and i'm pro black as fuck right i think race first but then I think races of people coming together, unifying on the same common ground is an awesome thing.
0: Yes.
1: I am not a hater of others, even though those hate me. I base Negroes and anybody else in another race on character. Just don't hate someone just to hate someone because it's like, hey, yo, you look like different than me. So I hate you. Yeah. Or someone told me something about you. So I hate you. I don't do all that. Yeah. I base my whole foundation off character. What well, people have to understand, um, there was three sides of Malcolm X. There was a Malcolm X that was the pimp and the hustler. And then there was a Malcolm X, that be- which, which was Detroit Red. And there was a Malcolm X that emerged from prison. And then the Malcolm X that um, had the pro-black stance and didn't give a damn about anybody but black people. Then you had the Malcolm X that came back from Mecca and say, whoa, yeah. <laughs> this whole idea of me um, being hateful to all different kinds of people and just race, race. Yeah. God, I got to change that, that dynamic. So folks didn't get enough of what Malcolm X uh, submerged himself in because he died, unfortunately, in a tragic assassination. Yeah. So the power that he then started to build in is seeing the differences, but the dynamics the similarity between races and the power that it would create. Where you look at the lining of how the Black Panthers grew to prominence. The Black Panthers didn't grow to prominence because it was just black power. It was all power to the people. Yeah. Where you're seeing Bobby Seale, you're seeing Fred Hampton Jr. basically speaking to the fact that if you are oppressed and most people of color are oppressed, yeah. In this idea of imperialism in America, capitalism in America. You are down with us if you choose to be down with yeah, us. There were because Native Americans, remember, Latinos, yes.
0: Asians who who was rocking with the Black Panthers. So because you got
1: to remember that they were considered to be communists, the Black yeah. Panthers. And we were at that particular time in America fighting against communism in the Vietnam War, aka Why the Fuck Are We There? War, aka the big setup. That's another here. So I want a clear vision for people. So this reality that we walk into, for me, especially as an individual, I can't hate other people that are being oppressed, even though their voices or the sounds of their oppression don't sound or don't look like mine. One is because Asian people are very private. Two is because Asian immigrants who have come there have been um, set up in such a way that it pits them against us. When we're talking about resources and access, as well as the idea of proximity, some Asian folks have kind of experienced what they've experienced with Black field folks and proximity of white people. I mean, yeah, their eyes may look different, but shoot, they got the same pale skin. It's like, what the hell, shit, I'm going to roll with these folks. Because here it is, when we talk about narratives it is again, globally Black people, even when it's subjected in our own African birthplace, right? that we Westerners are just foul, lazy, uh, treacherous criminals, far from the truth. And that's kind of the opposite end of the counterpoint, but it's still narrative. So it's been spread out globally, right? It's been spread out globally. And to be honest with you, the biggest thing, we are a defeated people. So with that, There is going to be this skewed kind of perception of us from all cultures, because anti-blackness is happening in Asian cultures, in the Muslim culture, and in the Latino culture, the Russian, whatever. It is an anti-blackness. America has founded that with this, but in this moment, even though I know there's a high level of anti-blackness in the Asian community, and a lot of that is based on fear, lack of knowledge, and other things that may support that case. So, so that it be. I'm not saying that it's right you have a moment of clarity where the asian brothers and sisters that we have have now really seen a common enemy and that common enemy is white supremacy and the reality of what the narrative that media tries to create because it is a white capitalist industry that they wanted to portray black people black people that don't necessarily have real problems with Asians because at the end of the day yes uh we will have moments, but they're more isolated. Yeah. Black people depend on Asian commerce. They, they, they depend on it Asian really hair products. That. They let me you know that the Asians are producers of so much. Like yeah. if Niggas really had that big of an issue, don't go to spas, don't go to nail salons and if uh on all those different things, and yeah. don't ever eat uh 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 Chinese food, sushi, crab, because these are all things that we celebrate and that we love and indulge in in the black community. So for me, when hearing this, one I wanted to do is this, let's cut the narrative that black people are attacking Asians. You guys need to stop that. And any damn person of Asian descent, Asian American that know black people for what it is, you know why, because it happened. Here in Sacramento, a lot of Asian houses were being hit, and I had to come out and say a few years ago, I said, You know, why they're being hit? Why? Because they're stash houses, those are grow houses. They're not hitting Asian people just because, no, because we don't do that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't in America have ever, 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 ever sat there and said, Oh, we're going to go ahead and attack these people because they are this. It's usually an individual beef or situation that has happened passion not that something and
0: proximity
1: yes and not a thing of where we just have a based hate we don't necessarily have a base hate for anyone except our own people that's the truth so when they was written that narrative i said yo and y'all are irresponsible even allowing that to be because you know that's not the truth yeah so the alley you that this piece of shit gave us to be able to now say can we sit down and now see the common enemy Helps now the Asian community navigate from that bullshit to try to pretend like white people are going to save y'all because we have to because we are a bad day. We had, you know, imports, exports. We do so much trading with y'all and all this stuff. And we've given you access. Fuck all that shit. Now you know what it is. As I've told people many a time, they come after us. Who are they going to come after after they're done fucking with us? They're going to come after every other culture because it has. What did they do last year? What did they do for the last four years about uh, our, our Mexican immigrant, or Latino immigrant brothers and sisters. They cages. were talking about the wall. They were yeah. talking about the wall. The wall, 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 wall. Build That's the wall up with their babies in cages. Exactly. And lock them up in the cages. So for us to not understand the dynamic of the, the diabolical plan, excuse me, that America has for us all, and why I always have to start saying, I started saying, we don't want to be a part of the people of color box with black people, because with the people of color, we get diluted in that process and everybody forgets about our situation. Why I say blacks have to stand alone on certain subject matters is because we do. Because we get grouped up into this and we forget our path. But as a black man living in America, and this is not because I have two nephews that are half Asian. It's not because I've dated a few Asians. It's not because I've taught and mentored Asians in um, my passings of doing my nonprofit. It's because it's the right thing to do. And to be honest with you, they never said, hey, Barry, can you help us? It's just like I see oppression. I see hate. I see racism. I have to step into that and speak power in a a truthful setting. At the same time, teach individuals their biases and their stereotypes that have been inflicted on black people have been a wrong thing and it creates that divide. So right now is a time to grow, teach and learn from each other, not bicker and bitch.
0: Yeah, well, because right now, like I said, the the hustle. Was I was referred to it as is, is? Let's let's pan this off of the white Christian male because, like I said, even even the officer involved said he had a bad day. You know, he just he just you know he shot in and executed all those people because he was having a rough afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then, like I said, the immediate shift: the why wasn't the narrative? What are white people going to do about this hate against Asian people? Because that's who's the one who 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 you who just went in there and killed them. It's not. It's well, 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 We we people were rallying around Black people all last year. So, so where are the Black voices rallying behind Asians? Mm. Uh, last time I saw, we still running our race. Yeah. So, you know, th- this 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 narrative shift, this Okie doke, this Kansas City shuffle of trying to keep do, playing this shell game of keeping everybody's eyes, you know, away from where it's supposed to be. And you, you see more and more of like there's this push and i get that we sh- we should all feel like we're in this together because we are like ultimately th- this time that we have on this planet we're we're all still here mm-hmm. so you know but but when we start looking at historically there's not a long standing history of black people having problems with Asians but there is a long standing history of Asians having problems with black people and so even uh even when all the the covid stuff came out in china where they were Kicking all those black people out, mm-hmm. throwing them out on the street, mm-hmm. uh, telling them like wouldn't let them stay anywhere. Had them, you know, they were trying to sleep. You know, pack all your stuff up that you can carry, and then but then you couldn't stay anywhere. So you you're kicked out of your room, out of your apartment, whatever. You're on the street, and then you can't congregate on the street. So you just got to keep it moving, and and there and you got to figure out a way to get out of this country, you know. And this was in 2020, so we're not talking about once upon a time. And they've and they've they've definitely moved on you know, Africa heavy
1: shit. They've moved to Detroit heavy. But at the same particular time, I get that. And there's a lot of unpacking to do. But who hasn't done that to African Americans
0: or African? So my point is so if we're saying you have all the constantly all the reports of uh black women being assaulted in these beauty salons and in these and they keep going back. And keep going back. And they keep going back. So whose fault is that? Both. Okay, well I'm just go. okay.
1: Well
0: no. Um no. I wouldn't go back if I got assaulted. No. If it happens by... once, then it's the person who 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 put hands on you. If it happens once. Yeah, but at the same particular if it time it happens repeatedly, meaning you keep coming back to get this ass whooping, yeah. then I gotta hold I gotta put some I hold you accountable,
1: but at the same particular time, um the results of what happened, we all a lot of times, and this is not to to, to minimize a black woman being attacked, but we, we like to often forget what sparked up the attack now i ain't saying it's right but yeah. a lot of these incidents is um you know a person stole something and now the reaction from the people that you know are looking at someone stealing from their place of business a business that they've worked hard for yeah. uh they're gonna do what they're gonna do because at the end of the day guess what asians don't fuck with police like we don't fuck with police so why are they gonna call yeah, them they're police? not calling they, 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 so they're gonna police their own and that's they're the reality. Brother and their cousins. That's that's the phone call they're making. And so, so, so I think that for me, you know, I hear all of it. I hear all the excuses and da 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 da. It's great, but most of these niggas don't even support what's going on with Negroes. Most of these black people that are upset about ah, I I ain't, I ain't doing nothing for the Asians. You weren't doing nothing for black people anyway. You wasn't out there in in two thousand twenty, and if you did, you probably just started doing your activism and marching and protesting because it was like everybody else is doing it and it might get on the street. And it was more trending to be a thing to do almost as if it was like going to the mall because there was so many protests happening last year in the summer of the uprising in 2020. But reality, most black people don't even step up into black spaces or speak upon black issues. So why do you have an issue if there's a few black people that say, yo, we stand with Asians. Might put the hashtag okay who cares? So, so, because so Asian, we'll, so like, real quick real quick because Asians have done the same thing similar to us they've given their partial support doing hashtags showing up to to a protest because I've watched it I've witnessed it myself
0: and it's happened throughout the years okay so the I'm talking so that's that group the ones who who, who are showing support and hashtag so what about for the other people who were like you know what um <clears throat> not, not my not not my fight. You know what? I, I'm, I'm worried about black issues right now. Exactly. Um, but they're not I'm worried not, about black issues. What they're I'm not. saying, for the ones who are just like, not my race to run. These Negroes are not even racing for
1: the black race. That's okay. what I'm explaining so to I'm you. Saying, I you got mean. those
0: people. We got those people. So we so we got the folks who are, who are hashtagging who support. We got the folks who don't support anyone. We got the folks who are just like, I'm not getting involved with this, just like I didn't get involved with them wanting to build a wall. Just like I didn't get involved, like like these are just like, like I'm. I'm focused on black issues. They're the ones that are involved, and they're just if like they, I'm. just they? Gonna... But hold on, are they on? Are they really focusing on I'm black issues? Yes. I'm they they this group okay. of people is just focused on. Just well, then black
1: that's issues. What it is. Go then, let them
0: focus on black issues. Okay, what's what I'm saying. So because because this is this is something that's being addressed. So I'm saying so. We, so the ones that I are are doubt they are, are but <laughs> and then you have the people who are saying who are diverting. So when you bring it to black people, no, take it to white people. Like, like, who were making a... Co- Every time you say, where's black support? No, where's white support? Like, don't even, like, don't pay... White support, white su- you know, but, 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 you know, the thing about the good old white...
1: Like, let's be very clear. The Black Lives Matter wasn't just led by only... Oh, excuse me. It was led by black people, but it was not only supported by black people. Because yeah. if it was supported only by black people, the Black Lives Matter um, organization wouldn't have been able to flip 90 million.
0: Yeah.
1: That's... that. It's because niggas ain't giving that kind of money. <laughs> they don't give a shit about none of that. Niggas is not giving that kind of money. Not that deep. We talk about coming out they pocket to support. We'll give you a few donations of water. We might write a check for a hundred bucks or something, maybe even a thousand, but niggas ain't going to give you that much money where it's going to accumulate to be 90 million. My thing, and I always will stand on this is I'm a leader that stands up against injustice. I, I get the, the, you know, the negativity um you know we talk about latasha harling that happened in um 30 years ago and was killed over some orange juice like these things are so relevant very much so and it's still a lot of um you know hurt feelings and it's a lot of resentment from our community and there is a lot of anti blackness in the asian community a resentment in the sense of how the hell these Asians do all this stuff controlling um businesses and, and infrastructure that we should really be controlling. We should be controlling the hair industry, without a doubt. We should really be controlling the the nail um, and salon bases because, damn, that's all niggas like to do is get their nails done and their feet done. But we don't. They do. Uh, I won't be sitting here pretending that what is affecting them won't eventually affect me. And figuring out a way to create real. Allyship that's not performative, that's allyship that really means something, that it's allyship that will really create a, a impact of change. Because understanding this, I don't want to be dealing with only black folks because black folks have been probably my Achilles heel, to be honest with you, more than any other cultural race. It's my own people that have come after me, it's my own people that have tried to assassinate my character, it's my own people that have not supported me in the way that I feel I should be supported. So for me to go out here in this whole rant. As pro-black and black power as I am, because I am that. Like, I don't see what's going on with other folks. I, I just can't stand on that dog. I just, just that's just me morally, right? That that doesn't mean that I'm going to be at every march. That doesn't mean that I'm going to have uh, my voice on this subject every day. Okay. But I'm going to stand in solidarity because solidarity and unifying in uh, a midst of of chaos against racist entities is powerful. And because I am a person of influence, you know, and a person that has a, a, a sound box, I'm not going to do what they're doing. And a lot of the, what people are doing is very destructive to the movement because it's silence what can be. Amazing work. It's silence truth. You cannot sit here and criticize a bunch of people when you're still going and supporting the same people you criticize. You're still at all these Asian supermarkets. You're still at all these Asian super um, hair stores. You're still at all these Asian uh nail shops and pedicures getting them done. And then you're gonna sit there and you'll talk shit. That's corny. That's whack. So That's it whack
0: make a difference if at, at any level if the the same people who you who are now saying where are you to support me or showing up to support them if they didn't support us does that damn. make a difference?
1: hold on hold on well, breaking news elgin baylor has passed away to 86
0: damn damn brother
1: Man. what a, well a, first lebron gets injured AD
0: still injured. We Laker had Kobe Nation, last he, year. He, he, we're going to take a and, knee in Laker Nation today. Jesus, brother. 86, I mean, I, I don't, don't think anybody's ever ready to go. But, but come 86 on, 86 is man. a good run. Yeah, it is. But a, not. 86 man. is a good run. You leaning on 90. That that that's, <sighs> I mean, it, it, it still hurts because he's, you know, it, all these Laker legends. Somebody go out there and hug Kareem. Make sure he's all right.
1: Yeah, I just—that uh, just, was breaking news. No, but go ahead.
0: Yeah. I'll finish your thought, brother. So, it, it for, does it make a difference if these people didn't support? It doesn't matter to me
1: because niggas was su-
0: sometimes going to be like, okay, well, they're looking for support now, but when they brother, had support, they didn't.
1: So, okay, listen, Negroes were not supporting police brutality when it first happened. I remember arguing with Negroes, telling me, "Why are you out there?" I remember arguing with niggles when I was talking about supporting black businesses and black power. They were doing that. It's now trending. It's now a topic. It's all a real life thing. And people have now been affected by this uh, transformation of police brutality that, mind you, has always been happening. It never stopped after Rodney King. It just wasn't um, broadcast. You get what I'm saying? And it didn't start with him. Thank you. And, And the thing about it, why would I be intimidated that an Asian... Community that have been tired of being silent because they've dealt with um, racism in a different way than us, that have dealt with sexism in a different way than us, that deal with classism in a different way than us, that deals with capitalism in a different way than us, that have been private because they've created opportunity in a racist uh, uh, country by just doing the things they need to do with all of the different things. They don't have to really do the things that black people have to do to say, look at us, look at us, because they've created. They like, all right, we see what this is. Let's work. And there's still a lot of infractions between the, like, it's like Hmong folks upset with Korean folks. There's all this div- yeah. the divide. Let's be very clear. Why do I care if now they're speaking up on all of the trials and tribulations that they've had to deal with and endure where everybody else's issues were looked upon because everybody felt that the Asian world was a perfect world because y'all got Chinatowns, because y'all got businesses. Y'all don't have to deal with anything. Y'all got yogurt spots. Y'all got ice cream spots. Y'all can import and export. We trade with y'all on a global kind of setting like active if Asians aren't dealing with poverty. Activists, Asians ain't dealing with gangs. Activists, Asians ain't dealing with um, all societal norms that every other culture does. They're about more private. It's more sensationalized to be able to show a black person getting killed than a bunch of Asian gangsters coming through shooting up the shit. And it does happen. Yeah. So my thing is, it doesn't take away from our fight, it actually exposes the lack thereof empathy and compassion and resources that are given to communities of color that we have to fight against each other to get these kind of things where we want to point at one particular way of getting out. Like they're talking about, we need more police. We don't need more police for Asian hate and racism. We need to change. We need more system change. We need more system change. So this is a great time, again, to learn, grow, strategize, in ways that we can change, particularly what's happening here in America, and I'm going to utilize that. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to utilize that, because I get tired of always talking about black shit anyway, black issues in the sense of, <laughs> they're killing us, black I don't want to, you know, I, let's let's talk about other people
0: getting fucked over in the system, like if they said, allow the, me to the, speak. The the Lex Luthor uh, uh, of domestic terror, you know, it, it seems to keep walking away unscathed. That's the problem, right? Like, there's no campaign <laughs> that is going against the white Christian male for being a domestic terrorist. Now, the face of sexism is white males. Yes. The face of capitalism is white males. The face of like those sorts of things, there, but there's still not a campaign to address them. Like when you say, Okay, well, there's a sh- there's a mass shooter who was an and then let's be clear: this shooter was taken peacefully into custody. So um, there's a way that 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 they're dealt with. Yep. You know, you are an active shooter who went into a couple of locations and executed people with uh, point blank range. And you were safely taken into custody. And the officer said that you were just having a bad day. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. across the country, people are getting tased at bare minimum uh, for, for, for traffic violations. You know, addressing the real problem does not happen in this country.
1: When I when I when I talk to some of my Asian counterparts, they address it and understand it, that black people still need to be ahead of a lot of the things America need to atone to. Because, dude, like we we've, we was, we was first. We, mm-hmm. we, we, we've been waiting the longest. We've Yeah, we first in line. So they they accept that. But for me to be telling like things ain't happening in their community and I'm just going to accept that. That's just ain't so, no, so, I me. Mean,
0: I don't roll like that. So addressing things that happen in the community. So we had an issue here locally that just happened a couple of days yeah. ago and in regards to the community, which has to do with our young people, because it's one thing to say narratives about how the school district doesn't do this. Law enforcement behaves like that. Other communities treat us like this. This was an in-house issue.
1: We have plenty right. of in-house issues that we don't address. You do know that, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this no, is I'll one regards. I just one. have to
1: say something about you. No,
0: yeah, yeah. So we just. So I wasn't there. You were. So uh, this is incident. Remember, remember, remember. I I
1: only work when cameras are out. I only do work when cameras are out. I only work when the media is there, so I can get an interview. That's that's the only time I work. You I just know, like when
0: when the, when the paparazzi would catch, you know, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so we should call them first, so they can come and yeah, make sure. Yeah. Fine. I know you, you set the kids up first, set the situation, <laughs> then you leave and then come back when the yes. news show up. I, I got Exactly. You. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to give me more of a detailed breakdown. I found out after the fact, but then we were talking earlier about that interesting yeah, well, I mean, happening simultaneously. Yeah. But, uh, so, but about what went down.
1: Well, I mean, in reality, our young people um, with a sense of boredom, with a sense of just, I think, too much time on their hand and um, this empowered spirit to kind of, uh, link up as what they call this to link up. They created a flyer. This is not the first time. And the flyer was like a boxing promotion, right? It was two girls pitted against each other. It was called, um, to scrapping. So I guess these girls have had issues and they were all going to meet up at a certain place at this uh, shopping center called Delta shore. And it was over 200 plus kids, black youth, mostly. Um, a few sprinkles of others. And it was girls, boys. It was eighty for, 85% spectators, 15% of the instigators and the fighters and those who were really about that drama. Okay. 85%, though, were the spectators to... I need the follows. I need the likes. I need the shares. I and have a platform. Up and- yeah, that's what it is. And that's what I want to make sure that folks clearly understand. Yes, it wasn't your child probably um, promoting the fight. Yes, it probably wasn't your child getting involved in the fight. But it was your child in the way. And police were called, of course, because we, well, who are we going to call? We're going to call community people? Yeah. Because when you call the community people, one person usually shows up half the time is me and a few other individuals. But like when we talk about on a day-to-day, every kind of situation is probably Barry that shows up. We won't talk about that. And um show up. Shout out to my brother Freddie and another soldier out there, my nephew that was there um, um, with me. Uh we got there, everything was like blocked off, like it was a, a a shooting scene come there. And from that 200 that was already there earlier in the day, because I came through in the the latter part after, you know, doing what I had to do with the African marketplace, there was at least a hundred plus kids still there, still active, still ready to go, still ready for the main event. (laughs) And brother, when I tell you that there were like six fights, four of them I was involved with breaking up, and negotiating and doing all the different things, the only reason why law enforcement probably weren't more aggressive is because the three of us were out there, right? Because it it got to a point that it was like, okay, so what are we gonna do? Curfew is about to come. Kids are smoking weed. Kids are being obnoxious. Kids are, you know, trashing out the 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 kind of area. Businesses have had to close early because of all of the, you know. Uh, loitering around, and people don't want to hear that. Yes, our kids, our African-American kids, were out there. Yes, in full force. Yes, You were teenagers. There were ages 10 to 20. Sorry, folks. 10 to 20. Most parents have dropped them off. Most kids were being told. Most kids told parents, A, just go into the shopping center. And there was this circulation of this event. Of course, the event uh, coordinator, Has fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah. Um, A lot of this stuff has been brewing via social media. And I want to say to my parents, those concerned, those not concerned, but those that need to be aware, you need to be in your kid's shit. You need to be in their social media. You need to be in their phones. You need to take away their phones. And you need to be in their social media so much that you're asking questions, having a conversation about this, that, and the other. Just don't drop off your kids. So a lot of parents, when I put that out there, were saying, damn, thank you, Barry, because this is where this mother effer wanted to go, and that's why I didn't go and let them to. So it's now opening up a new conversation about how much are we really truly parenting? Because we've allowed our kids, and again, 85% of those kids out there were spectators and street journalists <laughs> and just wanted to be down and wanted to be seen to, to, say, to say I was at SoSo's fight. Did, were you there? Because it's a thing. As they call it, they call it a link up. They've done this at the Arden Mall, but we've shut that down primarily because we have a collaboration with the Arden Mall, our uh, community change agent. So we, we shut that shit down for the most part. Uh, they're doing it downtown and now they're doing it in different various spots that have open space. And they're doing these little fights here and there. Some have been happening at the gas station. These kids have this idea that no one is going to limit what they deem is fun. And here's the cold part about it. Even when police... R- throwing their sirens on, even with the police standing there, they still found an opportunity to get a few licks in. They start huddling around each other, and then whoever got into the situation fights, and whoever fights, and there's another fight because someone got hit, someone got dragged, and if our kids were shot, tased, brutalized, thrown in jail, we would be having a discussion about how brutal the police were, and again, I am not pro-police a little bit. Not at all. Niggas know how I get busy. But I recognize in a moment of, uh, of 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 chaos how to collaborate. And that's the problem with some of these so-called activists, these so-called leaders, these so-called people, fuck police, fuck police. Where the fuck are you at when shit like this goes down to our community? Nowhere to be found. And even if it's happening, you're gonna be like, Well, nobody called me. Why aren't you on the speed dial? Because when I came up on the scene, first thing the police officers did, oh good. Thanks, you're here, thank you, you're here, Barry. Uh, This is our situation. And I said, all right, well, let's try to figure it out. I'm giving them strategy of how we're going to get through this shit, right? Because I know how to, at this particular time, utilize my resources. And people don't know how to do that. Like, I am always going to be talking about defunding the police, right? Because there's other methods that we need to investment. We definitely need more spots and areas for kids. But that's not the only thing that we need. We need parents to get off their ass and be parents. And start taking responsibility. Stop being accountable. Start asking and start being in a kid's ass about the shit that's going on every day. Right now, those kids are posting. And here's the cold part about what they're posting. They're posting so much negative shit that is right under your nose in their bedroom while you're saying, honey, but the the breakfast is ready. And then, you know what was a trip though? Because I, at the same time, doing what we had to do, like we probably extinguished more shit, even though shit happened.
0: No. Yeah.
1: I took seven kids home in different areas. This is in this happened in the south area. So I'm taking seven kids in the north area. Mind you, I'm like irritated about it, but it's like I need to get these kids home, buy them food, do what I do, moment yeah. to talk to them and get some clarity. These kids start laughing. Oh man, I want some money today. And I'm like, well, what you how, how'd you want some money? One of the youngsters said. The, the fight. I bet on the fight. I said, wait a minute. Y'all placing bets on these fights? Like, yeah. That's what we yeah We pay some bets on these fights. So call it what you want to call it, dog. And this is what our young people are doing. If y'all folks ain't waking up to this reality, you want to point every finger, Asian problems, this, whatever. We have problems with our own. And when will we address that in a way that won't be in people's feelings? And I will say in a positive note, I posted up stuff about it. Folks gravitated to it. They know how I get down. I really get busy when I get to those moments. And the mother of one of the girls that was on the flyer, she reached out and now we're trying to support her. But all we're going to do is give out support. She has to be the one that can accept the support that we give. So
0: there is process in this whole situation. And what for the parents out there who are like, well, it wasn't my baby out there on the flyer. Just to keep in mind, these kids were recording on social media, which uses facial recognition software. So they'll sit there and post all these videos up. They Snapchat the Instagrams, whatever. If the police catch them in a video doing something just because they weren't arrested the night of the event, that does not necessarily mean that they are done with your child. And all. so you you get a knock at the door in two weeks and they're showing you a clip of your child out here doing something that they shouldn't have been doing. You know, they don't think that you're out of the woods yet just because nothing happened to them that night. Facts. But these are all things that we have to start being mindful of. It's it, We do need to be aware of, of, of the people around us and, and aware of the, of the problems that we go through. When we look at stuff in culture, community, we realize that a lot of us are, are we're dealing with the same stuff. And instead of being so hung up on always whose pain is greater or I'm just focused on mine right now. But working together in collaboration helps us solve a lot of these problems when, yep. when we work together. And then it's also important to understand that when you got all this energy to point at what everybody else is doing, uh, that's a good sign that you're taking the focus off of what's going on in your yard. Facts. <laughs> so where can folks keep up with you to uh, keep this, 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 this titillating conversation going?
1: um is twitter Axius ig is facebook um i'm 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 flushing some people out if your facebook is uh unactive or whatever deactivated or, or and i'm going to get to the haters a little bit later i just like to kind of let them be able to see my success uh i'm gonna take you out I'm just gonna get rid of you so yeah that's what it is and new black blueprints clothing some new shirts just dropped. Make sure you type in to blackbootkins.com. What is he?
0: Um, Jermaine Morris on Facebook. Every other social media platform is at J Morris CEO. You've been listening to us either on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you've been getting this. We appreciate a, a like, a subscribe, a share, a rating. We appreciate that stuff. Yes, sir. I let us and until next episode, uh, rest in peace to Elgin Baylor. Man, that's cross. Yeah. And uh, we will holler at you later. Peace.